Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 186 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on May 30th, 2022, Memorial Day. And to tell us what we're memorializing, it's Ryan Holtz. I don't know if I can do my bit anymore. Oh, wait, you're out of bit? No, uh, I've been watching Prehistoric Planet lately, oh. and you're... Your opening of the podcast had very David Attenborough <laughs> vibes in the cadence. Here to tell us what is being memorialized, Ryan Holtz. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Yeah, it's fucking lit. It's a good fucking show. Yeah. Imagine if planet Earth was just the dinosaur times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it's it's pretty wild the the effects Apple fucking shelled out for the the effects, but yeah. as always, it's all about David Attenborough, which he was he appeared in person for the first time you know, in a while, I, I, and I was like, I don't know why I uh, that threw oh, me a little bit. He's older. <laughs> he's uh, he's it feels like he's struggling a little bit in those in person segments. Mm-hmm. Like I guess he gets unlimited takes in the booth. I got you know, and mm-hmm. there's only so many live action takes you can do. Oh. It's just the vibes were completely different. Like the second he got off screen and went into the booth, it was, it was like, yeah, <laughs> he went from like, ooh, David Attenborough's not doing so well. Is this going to be rough? To like, oh no, he's he's fucking, he's the champ. He's absolutely. Mm. He's absolutely still the champ. No one can unthrone this motherfucker. So, yeah, it's good shit. Oh, is that what we're memorializing? <laughs> yeah, the dinosaurs. Yeah. We're memorializing the dinosaurs. <laughs> the dinosaurs lost. Huh. Fucking rip those dinosaurs, man. They 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 deserve better. The little the little baby T Rex getting fucking picked off yeah, at the beginning. No, no. It was like ah, oh, they're not pulling punches. This shit's happening right now. That was the first shot of the goddamn <laughs> show. Is happening. <laughs> right. Dinosaurs. Some of the real ones. Is it more or less confirmed that they almost certainly had feathers, a lot of them? Yes. Does that take away from the majesty a little bit? Who can say? I don't know. Some of the ones with feathers still looked pretty cool. Some of them looked a little dorky, because it's like, oh yeah, that's just a, a weird murder turkey. But I. But some of them looked pretty cool. I was at a whole work conference this weekend, and one of the presenters casually said that triceratops aren't real. And I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't think that's one of the ones that's not real. I want to say it's like Brachiosaurus or something. That's, you mentioned that one neck. too, but. I think one of the ones with the long neck is not real, but there is another one that has an almost as long neck that is yeah, real. Right. So it's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, there's tons of sauropods that have really long necks and also right. are, you know, 80 feet long or whatever. Right. It was like the big, big one was not real, but then one that was like. 10 feet shorter was 100% real. So it's like, who gives a fuck? I don't think I've ever heard of Triceratops yeah, not being... Confirmed, like, skulls are there. It'd be one thing if they were like, yeah, this yeah, hip bone that. is a little different from this other dinosaur. It's a different species. But, like, Triceratops skulls are pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, Triceratops is 100% real. I was like, I've definitely seen full try you know not full obviously they're like in, in person, 82% yeah, walking percent complete yeah yeah no i've just seen a triceratops what the fuck are you guys talking about <laughs> triceratops are real also there was this ones uh like tracheosaurs or whatever with the big long necks 
And I was like, oh, that's just the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. <laughs> that is just oh, yeah. identical to the mm-hmm. Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> like, kind of weird. That was all. I don't know what came first. Like, people discovered this dinosaur and there were rumors about it. And then someone was like, that's the thing that is in Loch Ness? Or did, did they just happen to line up? Did you catch that they're like in that coast episode where they're like, this. Tar- tar- God, I can't remember what it was called. But yeah, that one, which is like, off the coast of what would now be the United Kingdom. I'm like, oh yeah, so it's the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> literally the Loch Ness Monster. I mean, like, yeah, it's hard to... Oh, please, Plesiosaur? Is that it? Yes. That's not the one that he said, but it looks yeah, it's basically not. the same. Look, okay, we'll talk, we can maybe, maybe we can just talk about it now. It's yeah, going to surprise none of you that I was a dinosaur guy when I was a kid. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Most people were dinosaur kids. Yeah, fucking rad. Yeah, dinosaurs are fucking rad. But yeah, I don't know. Plesiosaurs. Yeah, they were they were the bad guys in one of the Land Before Time movies. Uh, the one where they sing the song "Big Water." Oh, when they're trapped on the island. Yeah. Sure. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just know the song where they go big, 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 big water. <laughs> Who owns the rights to the Land Before Time movies? Um, it's universal, I've right? looked it up before. Huh. It's like the oh, it's Land Before Time Nine: Journey to Big Water. Jesus, oh, they Christ. cranked these out. I didn't know they made that many. Uh, I didn't know that for some reason the one I was arguably most familiar with was the ninth one. <laughs> I kids movies have that though, right? Where late into the franchise they might wrap back around, they might get good again. And then what was the one where they found a baby T-Rex? That one was fucking sad. No, I think that was the Big Big Water one. Really? No, it, was it was the same one? It I think early, so. Earlier. Because I saw that one, and I definitely did not see nine swimmer. of these bitches. They call it a sharp-toothed swimmer. It's a Leo Pluridon, uh, which just looks like a big-ass fucking crocodile. Yeah. Um, Leo Pluridon, Charlie. It's a Neo Charlie. Uh, Baby T Rex, Land Before Time. Which one was that? I remember his name was Chomper. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chomper. Our boy. No, that's number two. Oh, wow. Land time two, The Great yeah. Valley. They brought Chomper that's into the mix the water. quick. So, why. <laughs> My favorite Land Before Time movies, the ones that I saw the most. I didn't even really see the first one where Littlefoot's parents died. You yeah, know, that one was uh, yeah. rough. I never really saw it. The second one and the ninth one. Those are the... <laughs> I don't know how my parents got into this buying habit, but... Yeah. Wait, so does Chomper reappear? No way, right? I think he's in all of them. bring Chomper back. No, they, they... At the end of the second one, they, like, say, All right, bye, Chomper. You, you belong back here. Oh. I think he's in the TV show. There was a TV show? Ah. Huh. Before Time 2... Uh, one of the many animated sequels. Is this oh wait, a, this is. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting that Land Before Time was a uh, Don Bluth production. Right. Was this one theatrical? Land Before Time two. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out th- right now. Also, the Land Before Time wiki is actually pretty <laughs> fucking fleshed out. Not gonna lie. Hell yeah. Oh uh, no! Even the Land Before Time two was direct to video, and they went on to make. Seven more direct-to-video <laughs> movies. Damn. Holy shit. I would have thought it got at least two or three theatrical ones in there before. 
falling apart. Okay, so wait, Chomper does show up apparently in the fifth one, the mysterious island, which I don't know if that's the one you were talking about, Lucas. Okay, I think uh, so. Uh, they meet an old friend, Chomper, the baby sharp tooth. Wait, so Chomper is still a baby? So no mm. time passed between the second Land Before Time movie and the fifth Land Before Time movie. It's like The Simpsons. <laughs> they don't age at all. I guess they don't age. No. Because, so. yeah, Littlefoot would be, like, at least medium foot by yeah, the 14. fifth movie. <laughs> There's 14 of these fuckers. Oh, my God. There ended up being 14. Um, number eight is called The Big Freeze, and it... It shows all of the dinosaurs like playing in the snow. And I just, I can't keep, or I can't stop thinking of the dinosaurs, the show, the dinosaurs. Yeah, where they all fucking, they all fucking die due to climate change. But then the ninth one is, yeah, like ocean water rising and and, like modern climate change. (laughs) Is the 14th one a fucking meteor? Can you imagine? It's called Journey of the Brave. Mm. (laughs) Littlefoot goes to investigate. A giant celestial body impacting the earth. <laughs> Damon Wayans. <laughs> Damon Wayans Sr. is in that? No, Junior. What? Oh, Junior? That's even worse. That's <laughs> Guys, how do we how do we make a shot for shot remake of Don't Look Up with Land Before Time characters? <laughs> the, the dude from fucking the other guys. The the cop. <laughs> the, the like big ego cop i don't even remember his lines is also in the land before time 14 <laughs> um so wait chomper t- is um, cornered but it's by chomper chomper wants to introduce the parents to the gang but the gang doesn't want to meet the parents wait so they like talk yeah yeah, like, didn't Chomper not talk? Though? I don't Wasn't think that, like, when he's reintroduced, he was a talked. baby. Wait, what? When he's reintroduced, yeah, I always thought the carnivores were like beasts. You know, they were like otherized, and all the herbivores were like the, the people ones that could talk and were friendly. Yeah, I mean, I I recall scenes where brontosauruses were wrecking shit. Brontosauruses are not carnivores, though. no, but they can they can fuck shit up. They can do damage. Yeah. We can They're choosing to. The carnivores biologically need to eat meat. They don't have a choice in the matter. Brontosauruses, they're doing this bio- out of ego. Okay, so what's biological when you're when you're granting that these organisms have higher powered like yes. thinking and capacities? There's no such thing as biology. We're biologically designed to be car- to eat meat, yeah. but we don't have to eat meat. So like. Mm-hmm. These carnivores could, in theory, choose to get their nutrients from other sources, and they don't. (laughs) If they are actually not otherized, yeah, like, they are just biological eating machines, uh, which I, that's my thought, but I've only, apparently I have a very patchwork, uh, I don't know, do we need to have, like, a marathon (laughs) 1 through 14, (laughs) Land Before Time? Because that sounds fucking terrifying to me. Like that, yeah, a T-Rex would then be like, no Trumpers, like, we're not going to meet your friends. <laughs> like, And then just, um, 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 like, eating a live being that's like screaming for help. Like, I don't know. No, maybe, 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 I think that's the choice the creators made, but maybe I'm wrong. No, man, I'm actually a pescatarian carnivore. 
I, I made that lifestyle. I lived it for about six months now, and you they know what? Feelings more it's rewarding, okay. honestly. <laughs> It's challenging, but you know what? You ever you ever hunt and kill a Leoplerodon and not uh what's a shitty dinosaur? What's a what's a piece of shit dinosaur that anyone could beat up? Velociraptor. <laughs> Wait yeah. over the, the actual Velociraptor is like fucking like a, a chicken. Yeah, maybe. you punt that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Be like nothing. Now the the dinosaur, whatever we've talked about it before. Right. The real one. Welcome they, to the Dino still, Cast. Yeah. <laughs> Dionychus or something like that. The the one that Steven Spielberg was like, oh yeah, that's the one. And then they were like, what's its name? Oh, Dionychus. Now fuck that shit. Velociraptor sounds better. Velociraptor's fucking lit. Yeah, they're like, what's that's what's what like a really be. really big raptor? Utah raptor. The yeah. name of this bitch is Utah raptor. No, <laughs> absolutely Never. not. Absolutely not. Um, by the way, Chomper Chomper can talk to them. I can't tell if his parents can like communicate in English and we see them actually talking and communicating with Chomper. But it, the whole plot of the fifth movie, I think, is that Chomper's parents are trying to eat the gang and Chomper has to like help them <laughs> not get eaten. <laughs> also, wait, I thought Littlefoot's parents died. He's got like grandparents. Yeah, yeah but it, it says in the plot of the 14th uh, Land Before Time <laughs> movie, Journey of the Brave, it's Littlefoot, a young Apatosaurus living in the verdant Green Valley, is eagerly awaiting the arrival of his father, Bronn. Maybe he came back. Maybe they rebooted. I think a soft reboot yeah. is likely. Let's let's yeah. make a universe where Littlefoot's parents aren't dead. <laughs> or, or just like do the Spider-Man thing and kill his parents again. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just the same story every time. <laughs> this time it's updated. This time Andrew Garfield's in it. <laughs> Andrew Garfield as Littlefoot. Uh, Andrew and I are also here too. I being me, Lucas DeRider. Hello. What's up? Boo. Yeah. I, I'm emotionally exhausted. I, I had a working weekend. I, I don't... I'm sorry. I, I, second podcast in a row. I'm not bringing my A game, but we'll get through this one. We'll, we, we will see what is up in News of the Week. Ravensoft QA testers for Activision Blizzard have officially unionized. This is the first union in the gaming industry associated with a major developer slash publisher. It's happening. Can you feel it in Madison, Andrew? Is the vibe different? Um, I don't know. I haven't been in Madison a lot lately. Oh. I've been up in the great woods oh. building a deck. <laughs> oh, Lord camper deck too not a house deck yeah no steps no railing just flat wood (laughs) uh no commercials no mercy no gods no kings only man (laughs) and decks and decks only decks yeah you will be the god emperor of god emperor of decks decks in (laughs) rural wisconsin i think that's like the third dune book is god emperor of dune i'm the god emperor mm. of dex there you go is it uh, yeah we're full on tangenting but uh yeah this is big news congratulations hopefully this means better stuff in store for the game industry yada 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 form a union if you think you have a reasonable chance of doing so at your work 
is the deck at least elevated or is this just a patch of wood no, it it's like six inches off the ground yeah no it's it has like a foundation okay it's like a framework and then filled in with gravel to level it out yeah it stands like half a foot high off the ground okay like cinder blocks underneath it along with the gravel to keep it where it needs to be basically cement what i and then and that was then gonna the, be my... the wooden wooden foundation and then the boards on top covering it that was gonna be my follow-up question what is the difference between a deck a porch and a patio A patio is definitely not a full deck. It's mm-hmm. like part of the house. It's like basically a mud room that is more like visible to the street. It's like a place to hang out where you're not really inside but not fully outside. Um, a porch is that but more outside. It's less <laughs> enclosed. And then a deck is just fully just wood where you can sit that isn't like only kind of attached to the house so my grandpa loves porches yeah and my parents I mean, my dad's in construction my grandma's in construction all that shit the difference for me mm-hmm. has always been a porch is usually on the front of the house yep. uh it's covered mm-hmm. uh it's not really lifted off the ground necessarily it's more just like leading to the front door of the house yeah and there's yeah like a rocking chair or some shit on the front that you can sit in and drink lemonade while you look out over your land um all that splendor yeah a patio is generally in the backyard yeah it's also usually covered again not lifted off the ground it's just like maybe a patch of cement was poured Mm -hmm. with like a fire pit or some shit for again you just like lounge around and fucking drink beer uh yeah the front porch i feel like lemonade or like iced tea yep the patio is more like beer patio it's time uh, to party and then deck is, yeah, like it's made of wood. It's raised off the ground, usually a significant degree. A lot of times attached to like a pool or some shit, mm-hmm. like a, maybe an above ground pool yeah. runs into it and shit like that. Uh, and yeah, that's that's more like Mike's Hard Lemonade. is the Oh. <laughs> that's more like you got company over, Jim's over there on the grill. You're having uh, white cake. Yeah, like you're, it's, it's, there's music playing. And whatever. A patio is more intimate. Like, you got a few friends over and you're chilling with beer. And a porch is like, you have one friend over. It's company. And you're, like, hanging out. Uh, you can't really I don't see... Well, oh, you're going to swipe. Okay. I was like, I don't see a deck. <laughs> it did not change. Wait. Oh, wait. It did. It's not I barely well. see. It, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, it's too bright to the see the contrast The contrast really. is... Uh, I'll just send it to you guys. I, so, hmm. Do you move the camper ever yes. once the deck is built? No, I have. I don't think I've never seen that camper move. But if they had to, if they had, they, well, so they they got that camper like five years ago. It was like mm-hmm. right after Jade and I like went up there. We we have been in a different camper there like once, and it was in that exact same spot, like to an inch. And then they got a new one and put it there, and I don't think it's moved since. I interesting, but so it could without like ripping the deck to shreds. Yeah, no, move? it's not. It's not attached to the camper okay. in any way. Got it. Do people sleep in this camper? What's the yes? They do. Okay, 
like company. It's like a guest house almost. I think this camper it's, is a trailer. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the camper is a mobile home. Yeah. In, uh, no, it's not a it's not a full mobile home. It's definitely a camper. What's the difference between a camper and a mobile home? And mobile homes have decks. <laughs> no, they don't. Mm, now, have you been in either of those things before, Ryan? They're not. Yes, they're yeah. not similar. I guess not. A mobile, a mobile home is it's basically an apartment that has like the ability to attach wheels and then like move it, and then it's also usually shitty and thin. Uh, a camper is just an RV that you can't drive. I thought that's this what is a mobile synonymous home is too. Yeah, I mean, in, in the yeah, same I know way a that, mobile like, home like a trailer. Yeah, like a in a trailer. I mean, a van part, could be a mobile from... home by that standard. Then I don't. That's not what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I see what you mean. I'm thinking more of like a, you know, those big like gooseneck campers yeah, yeah like my yeah. family had one of those and it's like you gotta like hook it into like a big old fucking truck and it's like a giant yeah, right no, that's what that's what this is that's what they have yeah it's huge. i always pictured that i think i called that a mobile home even though it's not like it is yeah, not like a no, trailer not a trailer, trailer home. park okay hmm. yeah so i see what lucas means when he says like that's basically a mobile home at this point if it doesn't move yeah yeah which is like funny a, because the whole point yeah. of a mobile home is that it can move they can move don't. it once. You well, get yeah, one. Yeah, it can like it can like move, but like it's a hassle to move. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot easier to move than an actual house, but it's not <laughs> like easy to move. It doesn't like, have a foundation. Don't want a, to? Yeah. yeah. If you can avoid it. So interesting. Hmm. It's for mixed company. Yeah, they could absolutely move this if they want. I mean, they got it up there. They attached it to the big old truck and drove it up a couple of hours to where it is now but uh, sometimes it'll never if it gets too far in the woods it'll never come out yeah Yeah. exactly my my grandparents on their land have a fucking camper that just from like the 70s that just got left in the woods and never we no one ever pulled it out it was the creepiest shit you'll ever see we tore down uh her grandpa's trailer like a year or two ago that had been there for 60 years and had just fallen into disrepair and was full of water and yep. garbage and we shit. weren't allowed to go in there yeah. because of like animals and yeah and shit that guns were <laughs> andrew oh, there not there was nothing left of any value it oh had been yeah no we went we went in there abandoned. a while like a while back and they're like yeah we're gonna have to tear this down and i'm like oh there's just like torn up clothes and guns and <laughs> weird appliances in here it was basically just a storage unit yeah, no we roof. could like look in the windows and be like, "Ooh, spooky!" But we could not go in. It was strictly off limits. Yeah, I. I feel like that's how kids accidentally end up playing with heroin needles. Yeah, Andrew, remember that flooded? <laughs> Do you think there was heroin in the camper? Is that what you? I like playing? to dream. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. It was my family. I don't. <laughs> Well, you said I it was abandoned. Actually, like anybody could be setting up. It's in not there. like in town. It's on private property. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody could be sitting up, setting up in there, sneaking oh, on. Uh, private property in a village of five hundred people. Boy, that's 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 uh, a choice to trespass on. Okay. 
Okay. You gotta I, come to Rock Springs, Lucas. Andrew's been a million fucking times. I, Andrew keeps talking reason. it up. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it out to be a great community now that you're so familiar with it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I go that far. I don't know if I go as far as great community. Beautiful place. Yeah, I like to hike there. <laughs> a beautiful place to go. Fill, up, fill up your water bottle at that stream. Or not the stream. <laughs> that's got the well. It's got sewage in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, geographic community, not uh, interpersonal community. There you go. Abelman's Gorge. Yeah. Visit visit Abelman's Gorge. Or the fucking uh, quarry. Giant-ass quarry. <laughs> you can see that shit. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, I was going to bring this up. Andrew, you remember the flooded quarry in uh, our hometown? Yeah. Do you know there was a houseboat on there? What? Yeah. When? What does it mean by on there? Like, so well, there's a quarry. Launched it? It's filled with water. There's a houseboat in that quarry in that little pond basically is it public i don't know it, it is public no one's supposed to swim on it because people keep dying no <laughs> uh, because of all the deaths yeah like because they like jump off a cliff or something yeah. and hit the oh okay yeah exactly like, no, yeah. Well, uh-huh. die. <laughs> so is there like fucking monsters in there <laughs> so that's not that's not swimming mm-hmm. that's jumping yeah don't, don't ban swimming. The people aren't dying from swimming. No, nothing's banned. You're just not supposed to. Mm. That sounds like banned. <laughs> there's no there's no rules. They just it, wag your finger. <laughs> don't do it. It's like most parents won't let their kids do it. There's no laws against it. People don't die from swimming in that thing. They die from explicitly not swimming. <laughs> they die from being unable to swim. You know, the, that's swimming, the, thing. Uh, <laughs> the swimming's not going to kill you. It's the drowning you got to watch out for. Yeah. <laughs> Look out for the paralyzing yourself and being unable to move. No one has ever the... died from driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's from suddenly not driving the car anymore. That's what gets you. I don't know. The parents shouldn't ban swimming. Ban jumping. If my parents said, don't go down to the quarry, people die there. They'd be like, how do they die? Well, they jump off a cliff and break their necks and drown. All right, won't jump off a cliff then. It'll be, it'll be chill. I don't know. Y'all ever jump off a cliff? Like, nope. I have not. Lucas? Uh, not like a big cliff. I like a significant-ish drop, like fifteen feet or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I have not. Wow, you have not lived. What is the farthest you've jumped off of something into a body of water? How many I, feet? I haven't had any opportunities to jump off of anything higher than like that's the boat, like jumping off the or or like a a diving. What about board. like a pier? Yeah, yeah, a diving board even yeah. is like a five feet off the water or something. What like a pier? Sometimes a pier is raised a little higher because the water levels are low or something you ever did a tire swing or a regular swing off a tree branch into a lake yeah, there you yeah go. but you don't huh. fly very you get some air some of those rope swings yeah we had a rope swing in at our lake lake redstone that was, yeah. <laughs> it was super unsafe some someone tied it to a tree branch a decade before <laughs> we were all using it it went through like winters and shit oh, like there's oh. there's no way it was fully like safe and like 100 not gonna snap i mean look if it snaps you fall into the water earlier than you were expecting i guess that's the <laughs> unsafe part making the assumption it doesn't break on the backswing but okay i don't know there's not much of a backswing on rope swings you know like 
Oh. It's not like uh, it's not like what's it called? It's not like um, God, what was that shitty Adam Sandler movie? Um, oh, uh, uh, not old people. <laughs> <laughs> That's old people would be a better title. Uh, grown ups. Grown ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old people's actually old people. pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's not like grown ups where there's like a huge running start. It's like no, it's a real rope swing where yeah, you're like you just jump off a little raised platform and swing out yeah. way over the water. Yeah, I don't know. I jumped off some cliffs in my time. I've never... I've seen, like, one person ever dive off a cliff. That's, yeah. That seems like where you fuck up. Like, if you jump off... Like, I, I jumped off a cliff and one time hit the ground earlier than I thought I would and, like, got some, like, shocks up my legs. Like, right. oops, oops, shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that. Didn't, like, break anything or anything. But, like, you know, worst case scenario... You break your legs and are like, ah, and, you know, then you're good to go. <laughs> good to go. I mean, you probably drowned from the shock No, you of it, don't. But... No, you fucking don't. You don't drown from breaking your legs, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I mean, if I broke my legs and I'm not able to, like, sit down in the water with my head above it, I'm probably drowning. <laughs> and there's, like, ten people around you. Like I you're probably good. Why, why don't you just float? You can't float. My legs are broken. No, we're also no... We can't float anymore. You tried floating in the last 15 years? No. <laughs> I was never once, able to once, float. When you're like a little kid, you have more fat oh. percentage in your body and you can float. When you become an adult, you get more muscular and less fatty, which is denser and you can no longer float. I mean, try it. Try floating on your back like you used to when you were a kid. It's impossible. Huh. Your legs sink and mm-hmm. you're no longer floating. Your like, like chest will still stay up because your lungs are filled with air. But yeah, your le- your legs just, just go down. Throw off your center of gravity and you can't keep your head above water without doing a little bit of treading. So the first thing they taught me in swim classes as a child, useless to me now. Yeah, it's for kids. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's so the kids don't drown. Yeah. 100%. When you're an adult, you can figure it out. Well, <laughs> not if you don't know how to swim and you're panicking. But, yeah. No, I mean, hmm. that's the first lesson. And then, like, by the time you're, like, nine, they yeah. teach you how to just fucking move your arms side to side and kick your legs a little bit. And you can tread water for a long, long time. I don't know. What are we talking I, about? I love that you haven't tried it in a long time. I don't swim a lot. Fair. Yeah. What are we talking about? Union, unions and gaming. Nah, nah, we're we're past all that. Okay. <laughs> unions are cool. Oh, uh, I guess. So anyway, it's summertime. The water park just opened up at Six Flags. Summertime. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Me and Angel went to Six Flags. Oh, oh nice. neat. Yeah. Road X two. X two is fucking Ooh. rough. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Uh, X two is a uh, the it's a wing coaster. So on each side, they have things that spin independently from the coaster. Uh, and there's a you're laying backwards. Like your head is facing back, like towards the way that you're going. So you go like you climb up a hill like any roller coaster, but you're sitting down backwards, which is weird. And then as you go over the drop, it spins so that you're now like doing a fucking suicide dive straight at the ground. <laughs> And then you do, like, loops and shit, and it's spinning you, like, into it to cause, like, more G-forces on your body. It's I, it's a fucking, ru- like, 
intense experience like to the point where it's not as enjoyable to me and i consider myself like a bit of a thrill seeker yeah (laughs) i was like i liked it but like i'm docking points for how intense it was like it was a little too much (laughs) i still was able to enjoy it but there's i found out that there is a limit to like how intense a ride can be before it starts to actually dip down in the other direction my eyes were a little bigger than my stomach on this one morty (laughs) i bit off more than i could chew this might just be a me thing but you guys have one roller coaster that you just cannot go on it will make you sick without fail no no yeah no okay i am allergic to the uh six flag illinois uh batman roller coaster then yeah i remember can't do it we all went and you sat that one out i knew we rode like eight other coasters yeah you would not do the batman one couldn't do it yeah did we do superman hell yeah i feel like superman would make me sick way before something like just a regular old sit down roller coaster you would think Gosh. Friend of the show, Jesus. We probably should have told him how the Superman roller coaster worked before we got on that one. He Cut was surprised. For an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> when you sit in the thing and then it fucking rotates up so you're laying flat. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be a fun experience. Ah. It yeah, was a fun time. It's a good time. Hmm. The only roller coasters that I rode with any regularity during my childhood were the ones at Mount Olympus, and there's like one that's any de- any like or i guess two that are like semi-decent and then all the rest are like little baby coasters i ryan so. you were way close to um yeah uh, like theme park area wisconsin dells and andrew and i were growing up did that more or less eliminate county fairs from your childhood no no there was a sock county fair oh fair it got all got all fucky <laughs> like all the shit was like yeah put together by carnies yeah like, literal carnies yeah, drug addict, drug addicted, traveling carnies that have no education or any qualifications to speak of, and yeah, we also had the Butter Festival, which was a Reedsburg tradition, uh, where yeah, there's like a big fucking carnival that would come into town every year. They had that one fucking ride where you can like get up on the walls because it's spinning so the oh, gravitron yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. so you can like climb around on the fucking walls and shit. Yeah. That was, again, put together by a bunch of traveling drug addicts. Like, probably not the safest thing in the world. Someone did die, not at the Butter Festival, but at the same carnival as the people who put on the Butter Festival. Uh, the, the giant zipper. Did you guys have that one at any of your county fairs? It's like spins in a circle. There's like nine cars in a row and it spins in a circle and then each of the cars spin within that. So it's like a ferris wheel on fucking drugs like you you're spinning in a circle while your car spins in a circle yeah and yeah they like forgot to put someone's seatbelt on oh. and close the door to the capsule and she fell out at the very top oh and god died yeah yeah that's <laughs> we weren't allowed to ride that one anymore yeah <laughs> it is it was still a thing though they kept it around yeah 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 oh, no, they totally just kept it running I mean, look, I don't know how much of it was hearsay. Right. Like, it, it's like 10, 10 to 12-year-olds gossiping about people dying and adults then confirming <laughs> it by saying you're not allowed to ride it anymore. 
Dude, we know. gotta go on that one. Somebody died. Dude, <laughs> maybe we can die too. That'd be so fucking <laughs> cool. The millennial sets in early. <laughs> oh yes, maybe sweet release of death will come earlier than expected. Oh man, that roller coaster was so awesome. I thought I was gonna die, and it was <laughs> the happiest I've ever been. I, I experienced a moment of absolute bliss. I understand the concept of nirvana. <laughs> Man, I just heard Nirvana for the first time last week. <laughs> I want to feel that again. Also, I did ride. Oh, sorry. No, go. <laughs> I cut you off. Also, we should warn people about the impending housing crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I rode Crazanity, which is the Six Flags equivalent of a carnival ride, uh, where it just spins in a circle and it's on a giant arm. That fucking, like, swings back and forth on a pendulum. And it goes a lot higher than you would think. You think, oh, it's a pendulum. It'll go to, like, 90 degrees Mm -hmm. and then go to 90 degrees Mm -hmm. back and forth. Mm -hmm. It goes, like, at least 120 degrees, like, up in the air before going back down. And at the top, you know when you're riding swings as a little kid? Yeah. uh, And you really get that pump going because you're, like, being really aggressive. And you get to the very top of the arch and like there's a little slack in the swing because you went too high yeah. and then you come kind of like bouncing down. I swear to God, at the top of Crazanity, when you get to the top, there's a little hitch. There's a little like, and then you go back down and it's like, uh, I don't, I'm not 100% positive. This would be an insane way to die. <laughs> like. <laughs> everyone on it's a big ride there's like 50 people on it like it would be a national tragedy if it just fucking went flying <laughs> off the hinge uh, and everyone just went like 120 feet in the air and crashed down to their death like look would it be good no <laughs> would it be really cool <laughs> yeah if i could experience no pain and be immortal like i'm finding a way to rig that ride to do that that sounds like one of the craziest things i can even imagine like this ride designed for maximum thrill malfunctioning in such a way that you get ultimate thrill before uh, your demise I don't know. I, what the ride auto erotically asphyxiates you <laughs> The ultimate thrill? I don't think that's what kills you. Oh. In this scenario. Okay. I guess, is it survivable for the people at the top of the the, the, the circle? Because mm-hmm. it comes crashing down. People at the bottom are getting just fucking... Yes, pancaked immediately. Pancaked by, by tons and tons of metal. Uh, people at the top, is it crumpling enough that like it kind of absorbs some of the shock? Yeah, they like, make it. Their 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 fall is broken by the smashed corpses yeah. of their fellow rides right. riders. Some of them are probably getting impaled by like mm-hmm. rogue metal just fucking like jutting through the seats. But like, I don't know. Do some of them, yeah, just survive? And now they're like suspended thirty feet off the ground while everyone's screaming and there's toxic fumes and fire everywhere. I don't know. Again, these are what simulations are for. All right, Andrew, finally time. Finally time for you to make that 30-foot jump. Here you go. Is that where morality comes in for, like, being God? Mm-hmm. 
like if if so to run this simulation properly we would basically need to create beings that could feel pain right to like understand no we get volunteers of it all <laughs> no i'm saying it's like a, in a computer world okay so, but like in order to simulate it properly we would need spongy humans that feel pain and stuff like that so like is that what god's doing <laughs> like, right now to all of us like in order to do this properly we do have to like have everything be terrible i don't know because mm. it's always like wow god's such an asshole but like we would be god in that scenario are we assholes are we yeah of course we're assholes ryan <laughs> oh, okay all right well that's not as philosophical <laughs> what i psychologically abuse sentient creatures to power a light bulb around trevor's birthday sign <laughs> absolutely yeah do I not tell you that enough? You're like the biggest asshole I've ever met. Uh, we have to jump in the next call. Uh, have both of you seen the new episode of Barry? I have not. I got back like an hour ago. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Soon. It, it's good. It's back. Barry's back. Jumping in the other call. I, we're fully off the dock at this point. Um, Andrew, some football stuff happened? No, this is baseball. For a Cincinnati Reds and the San Francisco Giants. Ah, but over a fantasy football dispute? Over, over a fantasy football thing. I wish I could find some video of this, but I found like one five-second video of the slap actually happening, and, and that was it. Um, but basically, Tommy Pham of the Cincinnati Reds slapped Jock Peterson of the San Francisco Giants because last year they were in a fantasy football league together with a lot of an unspecified amount of money but both players said yeah it was a lot enough to warrant this shit uh on the line and Jock Peterson kept multiple people on his IR list that uh Tommy Pham said he shouldn't have <laughs> And and he's like, I, I'm not breaking the rules. This is how it is. Like, no, those guys aren't injured. They're just questionable. You can't have them on your IR. Oh, no, fuck that. Yeah. No, he's totally in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am our fantasy football commissioner. You are 100% allowed to have an uninjured yeah, player exactly. in your and, IR slot. And he said... You can't make any changes to the rest of your lineup. So it's like a penalty that you're willing to accept in order to get that one extra And Jock Peterson said... We have rules in the Fantasy Football League. I'm allowed to do the things that I did. <laughs> he just didn't like me doing it. And then, yeah. so that started, like, and then I, one of the, I think it was Tommy Pham just, like, left the league in the middle of the season, was a total bitch about it. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. this guy's what? totally in there. Yeah, yeah, no, like, he's definitely the bad guy. This is not, like, a who, you decide, but, because then... They, like, exchanged text messages shitting on each other's teams and, like, had certifiable bad blood. And then Jock Peterson was just warming up before the game and Tommy Pham walked up to him and slapped him across the face and then bases apparently cleared. Full full Will Smith style. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, Tommy Pham is now suspended for three games. Which seems like not enough, but... yeah, that is I don't want to start another, like, slap debate thing, but... I mean, he seems fully in the wrong, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, it sounds like Jock Peterson literally did nothing yeah. wrong. That's not even, like, one of those, like, gray area issues of fantasy football. Assu- I guess assuming 
that yeah they did never rule against right. it and assuming that their like their, their fantasy league operates the same as like ESPN where like if sure you can leave an uninjured player in your injured reserve slot you then just can't adjust your lineup I... uh anymore until you remove that ineligible player so like you could in theory yeah just leave your lineup in place for multiple weeks in a row uh, and I guess it does say he left week four or five, so it would have been pre bye week. Yeah, no, it's not even middle of the season. It's pretty early in the fantasy football season that he left the league. You have so much time to turn that around. Week four or five. I mean, it sounds like he just didn't like that he was doing it. So I can say it was pre bye weeks. So like he might have had uninjured players in there for weeks at a time and never changed his lineup, and that just pissed him off. But that's wrong. Like that's totally within the bounds of the rules. Uh, ESPN explicitly allows you to do it. They they could literally on the f- day of uh, waivers be like, yeah. "Hey, you have an ineligible player. You must drop a player in order to continue, or else you know nothing will happen." Whatever. I so no, he's totally wrong. Fuck off. There's a chance Jack Peterson was being a dick about it, but even but even barring like, that, Tommy I don't Pham- think. Seemed like he was being a, a loser bitch. Yeah. And then yeah. he was being rightfully made fun of for being a loser bitch. And, I then, how... and then he's like, I'm going to take, I'm going to show him who's a loser bitch and then just slapped him <laughs> while he wasn't expecting it. How, how are you in a fantasy football league for a lot of money and you don't finish the season out and then you still get mad about it? Right. He was messing with my money. No, you messed with your money. You you abandoned your money. One hundred percent. You're you are the one that chose to not. Compete you don't think you anymore. could have turned it around it, or in the next twelve weeks and maybe won all that money that you cared about so much, or at least yeah. get to a break even position. Yeah, just get to the point where you can earn some of it back at least. Yeah, no, fucking dumb. I read about Jock Peterson. That he um, was high school football teammates with Devontae Adams. Oh. He was a senior. Devontae was a junior. They both played wide receiver. And Jock Peterson had much better stats than Devontae. Oh. Ah. Devontae was a junior. So, like, Jock Peterson had seniority and probably was the yeah. favored number one target. But still, like, Devontae Adams is now possibly the best wide receiver in the entire NFL. And, yeah, Jock Peterson outperformed him. <laughs> I, which, which again, like that whole like, oh, work hard and you can be any. No, <laughs> no. Some people just get to get to be what they want, and if you're not elite at everything in 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 terms of sports, like no. you, you guys probably have decent insight into this. Um, for uh, college football scouts, what mm-hmm. what year of high school do they start paying attention? Like sophomore year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Usually, usually, college recruit level players are on varsity freshman year, and definitely by sophomore mm-hmm. year. Um, and like the the ones that are like actually going to move forward are usually competing for spots around sophomore year, starting to get touches in like big programs mm-hmm. that are kind of like college football factories. Right. Sophomore year, they're kind of like backups that are getting some playing time, and then in like small towns like they're dominating the league already like mm-hmm. they're like the best player in the entire conference by their sophomore year like um it was even to a much smaller extent 
my senior year, we had a, a linebacker who was a sophomore. Um, he ended up going to UW Whitewater because he was only like 5'8". Oh. So he was just way too undersized to play D1 ball. He was a unanimous first team all-conference pick his sophomore year. Like he was unanimously one of the two best linebackers in our conference as a sophomore. Like there's, there, there, you, you kind of, the, the wheat is separated from the chaff pretty early. Like there's some late bloomers, I imagine. Right. Especially in like basketball, you could have like an eight inch growth, growth spurt and started. Ugh, wow. I really can't talk all of a sudden. You could have an eight inch growth spurt your junior year. All of a sudden you're six eleven, Yeah. And you're going to get some, some looks, you know, like I, that could happen, but in football, I'd say that, it's usually like softwareish. Okay, yeah, or or the opposite could have happened, like what happened to that guy, where they bank on you. Oh yeah, he'll probably top out like six two, six three, and then nah, dude's just five eight for yeah. forever. So Christian Watson, Christian Watson, the second round pick wide receiver for the Packers this year. I was just reading a story about him a couple of days ago. He didn't make varsity, like not even not like didn't get a spot. He didn't make varsity until he was a junior in high school huh. because before that he was five nine and like 150 and then his junior year he grew five inches and got like and kept 20 pounds and yeah it kept growing and kept getting faster and now is one of the most athletic uh raw athletic score or whatever in nfl draft history yeah mm. yeah no i didn't make varsity until my junior year I was in some You didn't get drafted by the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was in some shitty random school. I had the I honestly did have the size to play like you know, back up whatever the fuck at some like shitty D three program just from being six three, two hundred pounds. Like I was the biggest wide receiver in our conference, but like I had none of the athletic ability <laughs> Can I? to do anything. Okay, now we're talking about height. Can I run a situation I experienced over the weekend past you guys and try to get your read on it? Sure. Do the shorts not know what, how to judge height? Yeah, I was talking to somebody. The shorts. I was the talking short. to somebody. Do you Friendly mean short enough. people so, by yes. the shorts? Okay. Yeah. No, he means Randy Newman. <laughs> Short people got no reason to live. Anyway. <laughs> um, very nice. They were like 5'5", five, five, I think. And then I talked to this person I, I, online. Are you good at judging height? <laughs> you were judging I them. Didn't, no, I'm curious. I didn't say to them, oh, hey, you're like 5'5". Five, five. Which, okay. okay, how this encounter went. Spoken to this person several times, uh, online, Zoom calls, messages, whatever. Finally meeting in person for the first time in like seven months. Say, hey, hi, how you doing? Their response is, oh my God, you are so tall. And I'm like, oh man, I got to start like putting out tall guy vibes because you're not the first person to say that to me. Ha ha. And she was like, how tall are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm 6'2". And she's like, no, you're not. You're like six three, and I. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm six first, two. <laughs> okay, first, okay, two things. One, you saying shorts aren't good at judging height. If if they said, "Can I guess how tall you are?" and they said six three, I'd say they are pretty good at judging height because that's close. 
No, but, but two, insane. yeah, they're right. Insane person. No, Fuck you're off. not six two. You're one inch taller than you're that. Slightly so taller says than I. That. And then I'm like, and then I like kind of diffuse the situation a little bit. Like, oh, well, maybe these shoes are doing some work or maybe good night's sleep. Got my spine stretched out. And then they followed up with, no, you're like, you're probably like six four. And I'm like, I am not six four. <laughs> Just keeps going. I know. Up. Was it like, was that a compliment? Or did I, people are so going fucking on? weird about tall people. They think that it's like always a compliment. And look. This is a bad comparison, and it, and it has nothing to do with the struggles of any group, but it does remind me of, like, oh, boy, oh, yeah, you Asians, you sure are good at math, or, like, oh, boy, you black people sure are fast. Like, it's it's not as bad, sure, as, like, a negative stereotype, but it is annoying, right? right? Like, it's, it's still, like, assuming that, like, tall people are just, like, I don't know, immune to any jokes or, like, I don't know, any reference to the fact that they're tall, like... I don't know. It's annoying. It's frustrating to deal with constantly. Like it is literally your entire life is people going like, whoa, how tall are you? Like, and I imagine it's a million times worse for like legitimately tall people. I, like you and me, Lucas, are just like regular people tall where we don't really stick out in a crowd necessarily. But like people who are like six, eight, I literally can't yeah, imagine. If you're six, eight and not like. an athlete, you're just getting the negatives with this. Like that is... Right. You're, there is no upside in yeah, that. yeah like it is only frustrating your, your life isn't any better for being tall than someone who is like six three and you, yeah, and, you exactly. and you don't have the benefits of being like a wealthy athlete yeah uh, exactly i've always said that like i feel very lucky with my height like six three i feel like is just about ideal yeah maybe you could do six four but i feel like that's approaching like weirdly tall territory like mm-hmm. i think six three is like max of like you might see someone that tall every day it's not necessarily abnormal right but i was at the theme park and the general demographic of a theme park is more teenagers yeah. and we're like in a line of like you know hundreds of people and i was like looking around the line with completely unimpeded view like 360 <laughs> degrees and i would me and like the three other tall people in the line would be like making eye contact and be like i, I see you like we're, we're literally a head taller than everyone around us we, it's like what people talk about like yeah when you visit like korea or china sometimes and it's just like oh no you're in a giant crowd of people and you you can see all around <laughs> completely stick out of the crowd um but no that's 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 such a fucking hilarious and stupid story i'm gonna be in a meeting with them (laughs) actually probably not this upcoming week this this upcoming week is gonna be shot with uh move days off and travel but the following week yeah i've gotten plenty of it because we've been working from home for so long that we've had a lot of new hires start and yeah when we had our first day back in the office there was like six people that I interact with on a daily basis, like through Zooms and everything like that, who had never been in the office before. And I think four of them were, yeah, like, whoa, whoa, you're so tall. And it's like, yeah, we're in a professional workspace. <laughs> Should I say you're so short? I'm confused. <laughs> this, is, this doesn't seem fully professional to comment on people's appearance. Yeah. Can you do? We can talk about Morbius. 
Or is that, is talking about how joking about Morbius is maybe looping around into dangerous territory. Maybe we're going to get a Morbius 2 because of this bullshit. Guys, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, the AV Club article that was like, Morbius 2 sequel is confirmed not to be in production. Like, they they were like, it's not happening right now. But, yeah. No, all they need, they they just need to make a trailer. They don't need to make a movie. Just make a trailer where Jared Leto says, it's Morbin time, and then move on with your life. Like, (laughs) spend a tenth of the money, get those YouTube views, and then Yeah, put ads on it, and then you're you're going to make it back. I don't know if you'll make it back, but you'll you'll get the memes. It'll be a marketing stunt. You can, at the end, throw in a plug for your actual movie that you're making. Yeah. That, or I, have him say, it's, and then it cuts, and it's like, oh, he's going to say it. He's going to say it in the real movie. It sounds like a fantastic winking end credit at the, next of, uh, at the end of the next Venom movie. I heard that was the most... Uh, offensive part of Morbius was the post-credits scenes. Oh, apparently they were just like laughably bad. Ugh. I don't know. Most people, from what I've heard, is like the consensus seems to now be, no, Morbius is like a really shitty, mediocre superhero movie. It's not like yeah, so bad it's good territory. It's just not good, mediocre, boringness like that doesn't really track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now like it's been memed so much that people assume it's like one of the worst movies ever. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Morbin time. I'm gonna morb! (laughs) (laughs) It's a fun word. It's a fun, dumb word to say. Uh, I'm Dr. Morbius is the stupidest thing that I've ever heard. And again, like, not in a way that makes me go, haha, that would be funny. Like, it just seems so bad to me. The whole idea behind this shit. And like, I've got uh, comic book polio. And the only <laughs> way I can cure it is with vampire disease. <laughs> comic book vampire disease. And then I'll drink my comic book blood mixture so I don't eat comic book people. <laughs> yeah. Good concept. I I mean, look, Guardians of the Galaxy shouldn't have worked in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to take risks when they when they can. Uh, it worked because of James Gunn. It worked with him at the helm. I don't know if anyone else could have pulled it off or done so as successfully, at least. Wow, Morbius was only made for seventy five million. That's actually pretty cheap for a superhero mm. movie. I don't believe that. That's what they say. I mean, mm-hmm. were there any, like, big special effects in the movie other than sometimes Jared Leto is flying? When he went, when he morbed out. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cheap. You can't just make someone morb out, Andrew. That shit's expensive. It's Adam Sandler. You have to have a team of digital effects artists properly accentuate the morb. You can't just, you can't just throw a morb together in a weekend, man. That you got to do multiple render passes. It's, it's Andrew, Adam Sandler he... in Uncut Gems. Holy shit, I'm gonna morb. <laughs> they went they went through the first cut of this movie frame by frame and decided what percent more morb was needed in each shot. I think we can all agree that when they released 
the first Morbius trailer and everyone saw what the Morb looked like and it just didn't match what the tone should have been. And then they said, okay, give us an extra six months. We're going to make him look completely different in the way that he Morbs. And then he came back and the Morb looked pretty Morby. Yeah. You know, there's conspiracy theories that that trailer was actually an intentional marketing stunt and that made the Morb look shitty on purpose because they knew that all the Morb fans would react so negatively that then when they actually release oh it's like when coca-cola released new morb Mm -hmm. yeah no exactly when they released the final morb even though it wasn't as good as the fans thought it would be they were actually pleasantly surprised because of how shitty their original morb was you know you never know but yeah no morbius made 163 million in the box office and if it was truly on a budget of 75 million then it probably made at least a slight profit and that's not counting home video sales and all the other deals that might come in the future. Like, But Ryan, I thought this was going to be the first movie that sold a trillion tickets. <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably not sequel territory without all the memes, but mm, I don't know with the memes. It's now. It, it's also kind of hilarious that uh, this is happening, that Morbin Time is beginning to get dangerously popular as a meme. In the same week that uh, the original Red Power Ranger got arrested on COVID fraud. <laughs> he's done some shit before. I don't no, remember yeah. what, but I know he's been in the news a couple of times. Right. Yeah. No, if... <laughs> Morbius 2 could outperform Morbius at the box <laughs> office, though, at this rate. I mean... They'd have to get it out in, like, the next year and a half. Right. Like, they'd definitely have to rush it so that they don't, like, miss the window altogether. Like, they'd need to have... A teaser out within the next couple months, Aye. and then a trailer out within six months, and then get it off, which we all know. Or like they're going to look even more stupid because it'll be a super dead meme by the time it comes out <laughs> in like three or four years or whatever the fuck. Or do you get Jared Leto back on the lot, which very achievable feat, from my understanding. Uh, have him yeah, do all the you gotta line do is sacrifice a couple of virgins to his cult and he'll join. I think that they could do it. They could make a Morbius sequel within oh. the next year and a half and it would outperform this Morbius movie, even if it's shittier. Especially if it's shittier. I Like, if it's worse, but, like, really leans into the memes, like, I, I legitimately might actually be a hit. I was going to pitch you just get him back on set, have him do the line, and then release a Morbius director's cut on HBO Max with the line in it. And that's the only change. Well, that's the Morb cut. It'd, yeah. It'd have to be on Peacock is the problem. Oh! No, no one's got Peacock. And even if they did, it has no fucking ad-free tears. What? <laughs> In the year of our Lord, 2022, you have a paid subscription service that has no ad-free option. So what are what are the tiers? Or is there just one tier? Yeah, there's like three tiers. And they all and have ads? Well, they all have ads. Is it just less ads? Or yeah, No, no, I think it's like the content. Oh, like you pay more to get more shows? Yeah, yeah. Holy you get fuck. Like, you get like two seasons of The Office with the shitty tier, then you get like five with the mid tier, and then you get all of it with the top tier. Oh my tier. god. But ads every time. Oh yeah, no ads on all of them. It might be like slightly less ads the the deeper you go I... into the payment plan, but yeah. Like, uh, CNET no is reporting ads. an ad-free version. 
now? Or like when was this article? Um uh, let me look this up. Dead air, dead air, dead air. Uh oh, May uh, twenty uh May twenty twenty two. I am seeing it. That's May twenty twenty two. They might have changed it. As of like six months ago, they had no ads. Oh uh, wait, hold on. Due to streaming rights, a small amount of programming will still contain ads. Yeah. Uh, mm. So is so that they do like on movies and stuff like that? They will still have ads mm. on their top tier. Wait, how the fuck do those rights work? Uh, it is a crime to air this show without adverb uh, ad breaks. They might have paid for it as an AVOD service, advertise it, ad supported video on demand instead of SVOD, like subscription supported huh. video on demand. And maybe the rates are different or some shit. Like, it's probably movies that are, they're not exclusive to Peacock. Oh. They're on, like, six different platforms. And they paid the rate for AVOD services or something. And then they were like, oh, wait, we're not AVOD anymore. We have an ad-free version. And they're like, ooh, some of these movies, we bought them as if we were an AVOD service. And now, ooh. <laughs> yeah. We already talked about the David Attenborough stuff in the breakouts. Do we do we have anything else we want to hype up? Is there any other breakouts? Anyone else do anything else? Cool. Uh, I took a little bit of a tourist to my own city. Bummed around Universal a little bit. Nice spot. Yeah. yeah. Did you ride any cool rides? Anything you liked? No, I didn't. Had a pretty uh, limited experience there, actually. Oh. Yeah. How come? Like you weren't allowed to? There might have been a miscommunication. I might not have actually had a ticket, so I couldn't get to the uh, ride portion of the theme park and just the. Oh, you were just at Universal City Walk. No, Universal Studios. Uh, Universal Studios, like the theme park. Well, no. uh, Yes, it's called City Walk. I'm sorry, I just realized that. Yeah. 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 That's just like a mall. Yeah. No, I just bummed around a weird, very walkable mall. Yikes. Yeah. That's not as fun. No. Did other people have tickets? Did you have to do the Squidward meme, like watching other people ride all the rides and have fun? I, I, I tapped out before that happened. But people, other people did have tickets and you did not? Correct. I was erroneously signed up for a different... Uh, well, no, I'll just call out what it was. I was erroneously signed up for the um, Academy Museum trip. Uh, that was also an option. And it's like... I, and then you didn't go. I did that were, though. Yeah. I was there. I I saw the Miyazaki exhibit, the main draw that opening weekend. I I'm good. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, City Walk's okay, but it's not. It's not a theme park. Special. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's no rides. Uh-huh. You could you could watch a show or something at the one stage. Uh-huh. You could get a Cinnabon or some shit. Go pay for a Cinnabon, yeah. Yeah, you need at least like a Cinnabon voucher out of that to make it fair. I don't. Uh, so this is my first work conference, attending it as an employee, or attending any kind of like conference like this as an employee. Not bad, I guess. I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit more if uh yeah i had gone someplace for it i gotta be one of the ones traveling turning this into kind of a vacation instead it was just like cool i gotta get up at 
6 a.m. on a Saturday to take a COVID test in an hour. That's fine. Well, you, you couldn't use an at-home test kit? You had to go somewhere to get tested? Um, so for the uh, first night's dinner, that was just an at-home thing. And that's because a lot of people were uh, traveling on that Friday, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. Although, the on-site COVID testing, that was they were just having us do rapid tests. They were just having us yeah. do the same rapid tests that we all got in the yeah, mail for free. Yeah. Businesses do the same thing. Yeah. They have they're they're eligible for a different plan. Like they can get more tests uh-huh. depending on their employees and everything. But it's just the same yeah. test that's like issued by the US government and everything. Right. Like, yeah. No, it doesn't seem like there's a reason. No. My company, like, they'll they'll make you take a negative test once you get COVID to come back to the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to like proctor it. Like there has to be someone mm. there to like watch the negative result, like on Zoom or some shit. That's weird. So, very. I mean, you know, then we don't have to go in person at least. So, if that's the trade off, I'd take that any day. But, yeah. I got into, <laughs> I got back into FIFA 21 oh. because my team, uh, Sunderland AFC, uh, was who was a former. The story of Sunderland AFC is they were a Premier League team for a long time in the in the top level of English competition. And then they fell from grace and they got relegated to the championship, which is the second tier. If you've watched Ted Lasso, you're aware that yes. you fell into like or, the second tier. Or if you just uh, know soccer. If you know a little bit about soccer. Okay. Sure. I'm, I'm, we're talking to Americans here. Okay. I'm guessing Ted Lasso is the only real entry point into the market. Uh so they're in the championship and they're like, their manager's super cocky. He's like, oh, we're back in the Premier League next year, baby. He's like, we're the best team. We're spent we're spending more money on salaries than any championship team ever. We have elite Premier League talent in the championship. We're gonna score hundred points. Like out a good usually to get promoted, you need like eighty seven or something. So basically like blow everyone out of the water and get promoted right back in. They got relegated again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, were, they were one of the worst teams in that league again the next season. <laughs> and then everything just came fucking crashing down. All the money went away. Like they they were now in the third level of the of the competition. Like just absolute fall from grace. The owner sold the team. The then they got sold again. They they were like, oh well, we'll at least get out of League One. We still have some talent didn't get out of league one (laughs) like they just kept for like three years they were just stuck in the shitty competition uh and then last saturday um they they finally fucking you know they had to get through the playoffs like the first two the the top two teams get promoted automatically and then there's a tournament for the next four teams to see who gets the third spot to get promoted they had to go through the playoffs and they made it by one goal uh and got promoted finally back up to the championship so they're now one step away from the premier league or whatever so i was like "Ooh, i want to go back to fifa that was fun i kind of stopped for no reason and started playing my sunderland dynasty in fifa 21 not knowing and i know you know this andrew that the free game of the month on ps5 this month was fucking FIFA 22. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could have just been playing <laughs> the more updated version of the game. And I just, as of like five hours ago, learned that. 
and downloaded it because it's like the very end of the month and it alerted me like hey get your free game and i was like it's favorite 22 fuckers uh yeah and i immediately started playing ultimate team which was actually really fun surprisingly it's like pretty manageable to quickly get a decent oh even without paying a bunch of money yeah i've paid zero dollars and already my team is all in the mid 80s and granted it's like the late game so like everything's a little bit uh quicker Mm -hmm. but like you know i've played a ton of fifa so i i haven't lost a game yet in ultimate like i'm like six and oh against real people even though my team was absolute shit for (laughs) the first few games i would still just beat them because they weren't very good so i don't know i'm kind of having fun assembling a squad in fifa 22 rad Eh. yeah also watch the netflix documentary sunderland till i die Although it's super depressing. <laughs> they, they made it not knowing what would happen. Like the first season was the season they first got relegated back. To and it ends one. with them getting relegated again. No. So this it was the season after the, the one where they were all cocky and then everything came crashing down. It was like time to rebuild. And they didn't know maybe it would be a really happy story and they would immediately get re-promoted and then you'd follow the rise. But instead it was just them stuck in league one throughout the entire court i think there was two or three seasons and the entire time they're just stuck in this shitty league and all the fans are like oh yeah we're uh, i don't know why they're irish but like they're they're like working class english like the uh sunderland's claim to fame was that they were like a shipbuilding city like so literally they just went the way of like detroit and because all the shipbuilding jobs went away so now it's just it's basically an american rust belt town where there's not much going on and their soccer team was the one thing that everyone could like coalesce around and now it's just like dying too and all the citizens are like ah i just i just can't do it anymore and like the the motto of the fans their chant and and what the show is called is sunderland till i die like they chant Sunderland till I die. I'm Sunderland till I die. This is, I know I am. I'm sure I am. I'm Sunderland till I die. This is getting into threat territory. Uh, yeah. This is, there's only one way out of Sunderland yeah. fandom, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. But you know that at least they have somewhat happy news in 2022. They finally escape. And maybe, who knows, in five years... Could be back in the Premier League. Probably not competing to actually win it or anything, but... You're in the mix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, 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 you're just happy to be a part of it. It's an honor just to be nominated and uh, be considered <laughs> against so many obviously better teams. I, yeah. I mean, I know the fans would be fucking over the moon if they could get back to the Premier League after what happened. So, yeah. Are we the jobbers of the league? Yeah, but we're still in the league. That is the thing about British football is like at the end of the day, there is intense competition at both the very top and at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Like the only places where there aren't really competition are like the pretty good teams because they know they won't get relegated and they know they probably won't win it all. So that everyone else is fucking absolutely balls to the wall. We cannot get relegated or like balls to the wall. We want to win this thing. So yeah. It's it's actually keeps things interesting. Whereas in like the NFL, the Lions every year right. have to like give up after week three. <laughs> They're like, all right, well, 
who's who are the draft prospects this year <laughs> like so i don't know uh andrew you have anything under your belt besides uh attenborough and deck building uh no not really all right yeah. in that case i'm no, you guys haven't seen it yet. Uh, I very much enjoyed the new episode. Last week, or you mean today? Because today's not out yet, right? Today. Today's Monday. It would have come out last Today's night. <laughs> ah, I should have watched it. <laughs> Completely forgot. Thought today was Sunday. Oh, yeah. Today's it's wonky. Not. Yes. Uh, We're all back to the week, to the work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I kind of, for me. Everyone on my team is traveling or on vacation, so oh. I'm... I'm at work and i'm gonna get i don't have the means to get much work done uh and you're leaving monday when are you leaving? Uh, friday for wisconsin um leaving this friday yeah yeah because today was technically a work day for me uh my boss was just like that ah, yeah next friday you guys have off make that a three-day weekend take it off yeah are you gonna work from wisconsin next week uh, on and off yeah starting to get to a, a little bit of a down spell for me until Fair. next quarter's anime releases are really locked in which is also a fun way to bring up that, uh, yeah, this podcast is probably going to be on hiatus for like two weeks because uh, we got a lot of travel coming up. You're not bringing your recording equipment? I'm not. I'm, I, I don't think I can fit my mic in a week's worth of clothes in a suitcase. I have access to uh, more microphones now because <gasps> of. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> because what? Uh, no reason. <laughs> Why, Andrew? I will snap, snap, snap. Just, mm, I will be hanging out with you the week, like the weekend of the wedding. We, uh, yeah, we, we can get together. We can maybe make a project happen. Uh, the weekend of the wedding? The wedding is on Saturday. Well, uh, the eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, you do it like the next day on Sunday or something? Or like I think the, the tentative plans for Andrew and I to meet up on Friday and then bum around that day and go to the wedding be at the wedding go back to our relative homes and families and then i go back to los angeles nice yeah i go back to my home now that i've certainly given enough people uh enough information to track me down and kill me uh yeah no most recent episode of barry fantastic i think you will both think it is back to form after it and uh surprisingly well shot and edited I don't want to hype it up too much, but I very much enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah. You liked all the other ones, though, so... I'll admit the first two episodes in the hindsight were a little shaky. I, I, oh. Part of it was me like, Barry's back! Ryan right now, never gave us his, uh, his take on episode four, because he hadn't watched it at that point. Boy, what happened in episode four? Episode four was... It's been forgettable so uh, Mr. Cousineau went on his little parade of, like, apologizing to everyone and feeling good about himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the one woman wouldn't accept his apology. Yeah, the Bolivians came and raided the weed, or the heroin farm. Uh, Sally's show got canceled, yes, canceled after, like, two days. B- Barry uh, freaked Sally the absolute fuck <laughs> out. Uh, that Yeah, I was so nervous that they would go down that path and like she would he'd be like redeemed because she was vulnerable or whatever right so i was at least happy that they didn't do that and she was immediately like uh get, I that, mean, get the fuck out get out what of if, here what if a loved one told you yeah if you want i can sneak into her house and replace her dog with a different dog yeah well i i 
I was saying before, right, 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 hinged with it. Like he was there to be a shoulder to cry on, and then he like went unhinged. I was like, okay, thank God they're not going down the path of like, oh, he's redeemed because she's vulnerable now. So I was at least happy for that. Um, what else happened? Cristobal Uh, got taken by his wife. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. And Hank almost died. Mm Hmm. Assumedly, uh, that mom accidentally shot her yeah, son. Sh- <laughs> I don't even know where that's gonna go. Why that's a plot line? Uh, let's see. There you go. Yeah. Wait. So was that was episode five? No, that was correct. Four. No, that was five. I just watched episode six. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was five. Yeah. I think we mixed four and five. Right. Right. Like Maybe. We, recapped both episodes basically no I think oh yeah because four was five. when barry blew up the house yeah that's right yeah yeah i don't know guys it's it's not doing it as much this year for me i think it's coming we'll back we'll see which i understand high bar to live up to but yeah we'll see all right anyone watch stranger things or no oh god no no Oh, no, no desire to. I, I missed that boat, man. I missed that train. Can't get on oh, that you've bus. Never seen any? Nope. nope. Stranger Things. Nah. I've neither of you have seen. I've, any I've never felt None any reason to. Oh, you could totally watch season one and pretend it's a limited series, and it would be amazing. Oh, season one of Stranger Things. If it just ended after season one, it would go. I mean, down that's what I heard. Is that TV shows se- that season one is great? Season two is yeah. not that good, and season three is really bad. Yeah, if you wanted to, though, you could pretend that other seasons don't exist and just watch an unbelievable. But I, I know that if I watch television. it, I'm gonna go, "Wow, that was really good. I'd like more of that." And then watch season two. Two is and it fine. Would... Okay. And three is, three has its moments. And four, they spent thirty million dollars. Oh my! Yeah, so it's I forgot gotta be about that. At least in like, a it's not even like spec. the se- series finale. There's gonna be a season five. No, no there's another. The, season. the 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 last episode of season four is two and a half hours long. Yeah. Why? 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 Because they had more Why? or less a blank check, and it's a cultural institution. Netflix who... is struggling. <laughs> That's very public. This was made. Yeah. Like all these production budgets were greenlit before the current status of Netflix, where they were just releasing edgy comedian uh, fucking stand up uh, routines. Fucking Ricky Gervais. Clout. Oh, yeah, uh, that happened. We don't have to talk a ton about it, but no, Netflix is just doubling down on this shit, even when the comedians are mm-hmm. objectively less successful yeah. and uh, apparently, not as good draws. Apparently the whole Ricky Gervais thing was that they weren't going to release it because it was so transphobic, but they faced so much backlash from the right wing that they that they then released it to avoid more backlash from the from the right. So like yeah, no backlash from the left doesn't matter, has no that has no fun. impact, never has, I'm- never will. I'm pretty online. I feel like I would have seen some of that right-wing backlash. I feel like I would have heard about that. I don't know if you're in that in those circles. I think the only way you'd, you'd hear about it is if you saw someone from the left wing talking about how there was right-wing backlash. I feel like that would have permeated. It would have been, oh, look at these fuckers still thinking Ricky Gervais is funny or something like that. Mm. Nah. 
You never know. I mean, it wasn't Ricky Gervais's yeah. whole thing, though, is that he wasn't actually funny. <laughs> like, he's funny because he isn't and has no talent and is a fucking hack. I think you're thinking of Dane Cook. Yeah, oh, he's maybe. funny because he's, like, insult humor. Yeah. Like, he, he insults people. He goes, he goes to the Golden Globes and doesn't pull punches. I, I saw somebody presumably in bad faith, if they actually believe this fucking woe, uh, make the argument that, oh, well, leftists like, liked Ricky Gervais when he was making fun of Christians and the Catholic Church, and, like, I don't know how to tell you that that's not actually a marginalized group. And also, yeah, yeah it's good to make fun of people in power and not people who hate crimes are regularly performed against punching up is a lot different than just using your power to bully people (laughs) yeah right-wing people regularly do not understand hegemony right and legitimately think that yes like anti-white racism or or how about this not even anti-white racism not even discriminating against white people saying that like oh that white person is racist is as bad as like actual like like george floyd's murder yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. that those two things are equal there's racism against white people they're they're judging white people before they're even before they even know you them. know how many that's as bad as some of the yeah hate crimes perpetuated against marginalized groups like my, they, they genuinely do not understand that i've heard so many times people say like the worst thing you can be called is a racist i'm like Mm, they don't call it the R word. <laughs> I don't think it's the worst and one. I don't... Things that hurt the most are things that have a hint of truth to them. The people that get triggered by being called racist are the people that in their bones know that they've probably got some tendencies there mm-hmm. and uh, don't want to admit it openly and try to kind of compensate for it by like being creepily friendly to people that they think oh that can be my token look i'm a good white person person like if you if you called someone who actually understands the world racist they'd be like i mean yeah like i've got unconscious and subconscious biases that i'm working Mm -hmm. on like at the end of the day yeah i do participate in this fucked up system of ours and sometimes benefit from it and i do my best to counteract that whenever i can (laughs) but when you call someone from the right wing racist yeah, it's like fucking Armageddon. It's like the worst thing that could ever happen to them. So, I because if they're protected enough, maybe it is. Maybe that is genuinely the worst insult, the worst prejudice they will face in their lifetime, and it's entirely right. deserved. Yeah, as a white person, you cannot hurt my feelings with my culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking try it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking try it. it. Happens on TikTok every day. People are like, "Lol, white people," and it's like. Yeah. yeah it's pretty Brian cool. called <laughs> me a Mick Potato Bastard on this podcast. Yeah, yeah that was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> and you deserved it too. <laughs> and I don't take it back. <laughs> and if we travel back in time. <laughs> I'd do it again. No, Lucas, that cannot be the title. <laughs> it's a contender. It's under consideration. Also, you're, you, you misspelled the slur. <laughs> Which I don't know if that makes it better or worse. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no. I don't know. Call me a kraut. Don't give a fuck. Mm. Call me a Jerry. Do it. Fucking do it. Whips himself on the back. 
I deserve this. Uh. And you all deserve a great week for listening to episode 186 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, which will almost certainly be titled <laughs> Our Boy Chomper. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if we can do yeah. Slurs. Not brave enough. I guess Fox did it. They made that show with Caitlin Olsen called The Mick. Oh. I somebody okay, uh I'll do some Googling after after we finish recording and figure out if uh, Mick has been reclaimed or not. Well I told you guys that I didn't know that Polak was a slur until I got to college. Cause the only Polish person I knew regularly referred to himself as a dumb Polak. <laughs> and I I just thought that was another word. That was like Pole, you know, like the term that just says what a Polish person is. We don't. We we don't have the time or the energy to get into the weird brand of white guy who has an interesting relationship to his fucking culture where where his ancestors immigrated from. And I don't know. Very wealthy, um, just well-off guy in general, yeah. uh, was caught on camera just walking into a true value, which as a Wisconsinite, you'll know what that yeah. is, and just fucking like stealing some trail mix and walking out. <laughs> <laughs> and then got like charged with like misdemeanors and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Weird dude. Weird dude. Anyway, this is episode <laughs> 186. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, we're all up there. If you want to support us, you can do so through the Anchor Podcast platform or join the likes of the terrific Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and Sensual Richard Nixon on our Patreon. Active link in the description to help uh, some great progressive causes. Um, follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. Uh, follow me. Lucas DeRider, at Lucas DeRider, on Twitter to queue up with all of my writing. And have a great four-day work week for most of us. Yeah, I I shouldn't say most. If you're fortunate enough to have that, enjoy it. Goodbye.